credit scores, down payments, interest rates. Car buying can be a numbers game, but you don't have to be a math expert to get the keys to your dream car. Just use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. Crunch your numbers and get personalized results so you know exactly how much you'll pay each month for your car. It's like having a magic wand for your wallet. Presto! The car you've been wanting is now within reach. So hit the road and leave your calculator at home. Auto Trader. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Howdy, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. Sitting across from me is Charles Chuck Bryant. It's the usual day here at How Stuff Works. Thanks for joining us. What's going on, Chuck? Shh, Chuck is sleeping. Chuck? Mm-hmm. Chuck? Hey. hey. Hey, buddy. You ready to podcast? Mommy? No, no. No, Josh. Oh, Mommy. Yeah. Hey, Chuck, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Chuck's a little sleepy here today. So am I. I actually, I'm a little sleep deprived. I can tell. I don't like it, Chuck. I, I, I um, feel a little dirty. I smell a little bit. Right. I get this weird thing growing on my jawline that won't go away. Yeah, I just I just feel unhealthy from not having had enough sleep lately. How about you? Uh, yeah, you know, I was actually just funning people. I wasn't awake. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, I didn't realize that. I was just funning people. I wasn't really asleep. But uh, I am a bit tired. Uh, I'm going out of town this week, so I've been you know staying up a little later, getting things ready, and yeah. uh, I'm the same way. A little rundown, a little foggy headed. You know, it's kind of funny that we should both be uh, this sleepy on the same day we're going to discuss an article you wrote, Is Sleep That Important? Right. You you would That's almost weird. think that we'd planned it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't, you know, lose sleep in preparation for this. If right. you did... Hats off to me. Yeah, exactly. So, Chuck, th- what I got from this article that you wrote, uh, it's a fine, fine article, by the way. Thanks. Uh, that uni- the University of Chicago is the place to be if you are interested in dedicating your career to sleep research. Yeah. Is and, that the case? Yeah, and, well, yeah, they do a lot, but there's tons of sleep research out there. This is one of those articles that almost wrote itself because if there's one thing that scientists like to study, it's sleep. Yeah, yeah, and the the funny thing is, though, is... We still don't have any definitive answers with for exactly why we sleep. Yeah, I mean, it sounds kind of odd to pose that question, but we don't know why we sleep other than to say, I know I mentioned in the article, one of the old jokes that doctors say is that uh, sleep is to cure sleepiness. Yeah, yeah. And that's really the best answer they have at this point still. And it makes sense, too. Uh, but lucky for you, uh, after having been assigned to sleep that important for the site, uh, you were able to find out that we know plenty about all the bad things that happen when you don't get enough sleep. Yeah, right? and there are lots of them. All right, well, you know, give us a couple, will you? Well, I know. Just let me quickly say uh, before this is all in the last you know fifty years or so because before the early nineteen fifties, uh, scientists thought you it was just shutdown mode, mm-hmm. and that like your brain slept and it was just your body's just catching up on all the uh, you know your organs. They might even thought your organs shut down except for your heart. <laughs> Not true. No, no, that's a really bad thing when your organs shut down. Yeah, that's not true at all. Uh, because a doctor, uh, years later, 
um, hooked his son up to a uh, a, a machine, a uh, brainwave machine. Eugene Azarinsky of yeah. surprise, surprise, the University of Chicago. Of Chicago, and he found that the uh, the brain actually there were periods where the brain actually sped up uh, its activity. Oh, really? Yeah, which is uh, REM sleep, REM sleep. Our rapid eye movement sleep. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. So all of a sudden, what? That's just like this uh, this huge hyperspeed launch forward in sleep research, right? Uh, yeah. At the time it was, you know, they found out that uh, during REM sleep, uh, you know, your eyes would trit, uh, I'm sorry, your eyes would twitch and uh, the limbs and facial muscles uh, would move. Mm-hmm. It's kind of unsettling to see somebody in REM sleep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So uh, so we figured out basically that, you know, not only are we shut down, but we're more active in some areas of our brain. Uh, but most of the research since then has been done on uh, what happens if you don't get enough sleep and the health impacts. Right. Well, one of the things that um, that I understand about REM sleep is, is – um, there's a theory that basically that's the stage where our brain is sorting through all the information we've taken in throughout the day. Yeah, that's one theory. And kind of filing it away. Sure. That, that seems pretty logical to me, actually. Yeah, that one makes sense. And unfortunately, it's nothing they can really prove, but I think that's a pretty good theory because you take in things all day long, and uh, the analogy I make in the article is that it's like a computer desktop, and you're just filing everything away, and then when we sleep is when our brain kind of does the big master file, moves whatever needs to be in the recycle bin to the recycle bin, and everything else is put on the hard drive, basically. I think Chuck and I subscribe to that theory because we both share a common hatred of a uh, cluttered desktop, right? Yeah. It's terrible. It's really annoying. Yeah, it is. It throws me off. Well, you know, REM sleep, after that discovery, um, really kind of, uh, it became the superstar of sleep studies, didn't it? Right. Uh, and for a long time, they assumed that if you don't have REM sleep, 
uh, you uh, are going to suffer memory loss and all sorts of other terrible things. Um, it sounds like from later studies, and actually uh, this terrible accident that happened to an Israeli man um, who was hit in the head by shrapnel, suffered a brain trauma, and um, was incapable of achieving REM sleep, was still able to um, go ahead and you know move on to graduate from law school. Wow, which kind of undermines the idea that not getting REM sleep you know uh, impairs your memory. Not getting REM sleep does um, screw with you physiologically, though, right? Right. And uh, just sleep deprivation in general uh, is is no good for you at all. And we're talking, we'll shorten your life. Tell them about the three-week lab rat study. Oh, yeah, the three, the infamous three-week lab rat that study. That is so unsettling. Yeah, uh, that uh, lab rats that uh, would normally live for three years would die in three weeks without and, sleep. And, you know, there's only one way to find that out definitively. That's to poke these rats and keep them alive, For three straight weeks. Can you imagine a worse existence? No, and I can't imagine being the poker of the rat either. That's probably not funny. Well, think about it. They had to have pokers work on shifts, or else there'd be pokers who had to stay up for three straight right. weeks. So. Or maybe people were poking the pokers. And think about an unfair advantage. Yeah, it's an endless chain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so sleep, uh, not only uh, will it kill lab rats, and that's if they don't sleep at all. Right. So that's, that's the far end of the spectrum. But that's still surprising. Three weeks, you know, equals death. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Uh, but some of the ways of, of death, some of the things that you can develop, like uh, what, hypertension? Yeah, hypertension. Um, I think uh, Parkinson's disease you can get if you sleep more than nine too hours. Too much or too little. Yeah, the, the trick is, I mean, everyone's a little bit different, but the trick is to get that right amount of sleep. And they say it's generally... Uh, for adults between six and eight hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, too little can lead to a bunch of problems. Too much can lead to a bunch of problems. I found one, yet another University of Chicago study um, that that basically uh, followed, uh, I think, uh, 10 healthy men uh -huh. uh, in their 20s. I think they were college students. Um, and they got four hours of sleep per night. And after six days, they were in a pre-diabetic state. After six days of just getting four hours of sleep. Wow. So, yeah, apparently it can have some pretty bad health effects on you. Yeah, that's crazy. I know uh, I was also looking into uh, polyphasic sleep, which is a.k.a. da Vinci sleep, which yeah. I know a lot of people know about. Da Vinci was famous for taking uh, 20 to 30-minute naps over a 24-hour period, mm -hmm. and that was how he got his sleep. Did you ever see that Seinfeld where uh, Kramer tries that? I did. It does not pan out well for him. No, and uh, it's probably not. I, I know that mainstream science doesn't endorse it, although a lot of people are big believers in it. They have websites about polyphasic sleep where... You know, they just think it's the best thing since uh, real sleep. Well, that's kind of the things that you. One of the things that you pointed out in the article was that sleep is so different for everybody in uh, demand for sleep, or you know, not needing it. Um, that it's almost impossible to really conclusively study sleep, right, and come up with answers across the board. Correct. Right. But there are some generalities, right? Like how many how many hours of sleep do I need? I'm 32. You need between six and eight. I mean, that's the wheelhouse for everybody. If you get. Uh, Less than that, um, actually Parkinson's is less or more than that. Um, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, uh, it can make you stupid. Students perform uh, less on uh, test scores if they don't get enough sleep. Well, check, check, and check for me because uh, I get like 9 or 10 hours a night. Yeah, that's, that's you probably... A little much. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's no good. You need to wake up earlier, my friend. Okay, thanks. But, uh, yeah, aside from all those things, uh, uh, fatalities, 55% uh, of all uh, drowsy driving fatalities occur in 
kids, basically, under the age of 25. So it's not, you know, I think about old people, you know, falling asleep off the side of the road. This ha- is happening uh, more with with kids these days. And, you know, it's because kids are sleep deprived. You go to college, you're out from under the thumb of your folks, and uh, you don't sleep. You're up partying all night. Right. Well, plus also, I mean, it's it's kind of a common knowledge that older older adults need less sleep. Hence, early bird specials, and you know, the, right. they're up and at them a lot earlier. That kind of thing. Right. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, babies need like newborns. What do they need? Like, um, like ten to sixteen to eighteen hours? Is yeah, it? Yeah, sixteen to eighteen hours for the first year of life. Yeah, and then uh, I think at the three month mark or so is when babies start to recognize the circadian rhythm, which we've talked about, which is basically day is day, night is night. You sleep at night. You're up during the day. Uh, but they're still sleeping 10 to 12 hours uh, and then napping a few hours on top of that. So. And I, I noticed the tone in your article uh, made it sound like you're a little envious of babies getting to sleep that much. Are, are you sleep deprived? Uh, you know, I, I wake up pretty easily and I'm an early riser, so I'm, I'm pretty good. And do you uh, do you experience daytime sleepiness? Like, do you hit the wall at like three or four in the afternoon? Not really. You really don't see. I read a I read a, an article that found that only forty percent of of people. Uh, I think it was in your article actually. Forty percent of people uh, suffer from daytime sleepiness, right? So right. I'm like, what are the other sixty percent doing that they're just feeling so good all the time? I don't get it. Because I get I hit a wall at like three. I have to start drinking coffee again for the second time. That day, and not the second cup. I'm talking the second time, and right. each time consists of like three or four cups of coffee. Right. What am I doing wrong, Chuck? Drinks. I don't know. Maybe they're uh, taking tons and tons of happy drugs or something. I don't know these people. Maybe so. Well, because because you know, I generally get to get a little sleepy during the day as well. Okay. Good. Thank you. Sorry. Good. There, right. I said it. Thank you, Chuck. I, I just I don't understand why you couldn't have been up front at the beginning. Well, that's it for this one. Obviously, Chuck's nodding off and. Frankly, I'm about to hit the wall again myself, so why don't you go check out Is Sleep That Important? Believe Chuck and I, it is. Stick around, though, to find out what article makes Chuck and I hungry for Swedish meatballs. Right after this. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chuck, you want to tell him, can you, can you come to again? What? There you go. Ah. I'm going to just bring you up today. I, I asked the people to stick around and find out what article makes us hungry for Swedish meatballs. So we already podcasted? Yeah. Yeah, oh, we're almost great. at the end there, buddy. Just hang in there. Just tell them what's the article. I think most people probably, this is a giveaway. Anyone who's Swedish ever, meatball yeah, Anyone who's ever been to Ikea knows mm-hmm. that they serve up and sell some yummy Swedish meatballs. And Chuck and I are not paid in any way, shape, or form by Ikea for no. this endorsement. We just like their meatballs that much. Although I, I think I speak for Chuck as well as myself when I say we kind of secretly hope Ikea will send us some for mentioning them. God, that'd be great. Yeah, well, they can uh, go ahead and email us at the podcast if they want our address. In the meantime, you can go check out How Ikea Works. Great article on HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 